What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Thoughts by the VLDI, the podcast. How's everybody doing? I hope that y'all had a great holiday. Did you enjoy your holiday? I enjoyed mine. This is the first um, this is the first episode that I'm doing that I've done since uh, the holiday kicked in. So, um, I guess I gotta welcome myself back too. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Last episode I brought y'all was uh, the interview with Mark May, uh, Mark Mayoka, mortgage originator man. And he was telling, some, if you haven't listened yet, you want to go check that out, man. He was telling a great story um, about how you know when his parents passed, one of the things that got him into um, trying to help people prepare themselves for their financial future was when his parents passed he realized that they didn't have any insurance and that nobody had um, nobody had made any type of effort to question or, or see if they had any insurance. And you know why? Because they sold insurance. So everybody assumed that they would have insurance, you know. But uh, yeah, that was a great, a great episode. And I hope y'all go check that one out. Also, um, coming up tomorrow, tomorrow, Matter of fact, I have. You may have heard of him, Kevin McClue from the. Um, he played for Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He played for the um, Cleveland Browns, and now he has a book out called Lessons of the Game. And on Lessons of the Game, well, if you want to know about Lessons of the Game, you gotta tune in to the episode tomorrow and see what he's talking about. It's not your typical uh, book from an uh, ex-ball player. You know how most ex-ball players, they write a book. It's all about their career and how great it was and their victories and or how much money they made and how much was balling, they were balling out. But not this guy, not Kevin. Kevin's got a book, and he's telling you of the, the cautionary side, cautionary tales of the, um, the NFL and even college. He talks about, you know, how he felt his time was wasted in college, you know, he played for Auburn University, and uh, tune in, man, it's, 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 it's a great episode, have that up and running for you guys tomorrow, what else happened, man, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, what the hell is up with Black Friday, and why do the people have to buy TVs every Black Friday, you ever notice that, everybody runs out to Walmart, the Best Buy, and damn near kills each other over the hundred dollar tv that's on sale like what the hell did you do with the tv last year that you bought last year is what i'm trying to figure out and them damn winter coats too you ever notice every winter certain people need a coat like what did you <laughs> I, I get it back when you were kids you know from year to year you might outgrow your coat but as an adult it's like why the hell would you need a new coat every uh, i guess it's a fashion type of thing 
what else did I do over a weekend? Tried to watch uh, the Marvel movies, all of them, in chronological order, you know, from, so it would start with uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, and then what came after that? I think it was like the first two Iron Mans, and then Thor, something like that. I can't remember the, the sequence, but we got pretty, we got our way up to Gardens of the Galaxy, the first one. And then, you know, I I, I was kind of losing interest because it was um, double XP weekend for Call of Duty for all my gamers out there. It was double XP weekend, double weapon XP. And, um, I was trying to get, I was trying to level up a little bit, but at the same time, I took the time out to just watch the movies and drink a little whiskey. Y'all know how much I love whiskey and Cyber Monday. Let me jump back to Cyber Monday. I got the most unsolicited uh, sales pitches for Cyber Monday from these uh, podcasts. Uh, promoters, or what they're calling it, podcast promoters, the people that do podcast intros, and people that do podcast editing, all of which I requested none of. Straight like cold call. Y'all remember, I don't know, I guess most of my audience is probably of age where they remember the cold calls where people would actually call your phone back when everybody had a house phone. People would actually call your phone and attempt you to sell attempt to sell you anything from like an alarm system to a vacation stocks all types of stuff they call they actually call your phone just drop call your phone and try to sell you something and then they, and you'd even have people who come door to door trying to sell them damn kirby vacuum cleaners which is a hell of a vacuum cleaners but they're expensive than a bitch and i don't know anybody that ever actually bought a freaking kirby from the guys who show up and you know try to get you on the payment plan. I'm not financing no damn uh, vacuum cleaner. I'm just not. I'm just not finna do it. And I'm definitely not finna drop three hundred, four hundred dollars on a damn vacuum, even though they work real well. I will say that they work real well, but still not paying for that. The VDI is not paying for that. But yeah, I got I got bombarded with all these Cyber Monday sales and. Learn how to take your podcast to um to a thousand uh, downloads, a thousand impressions, and all this other type of shit for thirty bucks a month or something. And I'm like, look, this is partially what made me uh, hesitant. I mean, I kept telling, I kept saying that I was gonna do my own little series of you know like podcasting, my amateur expert advice on podcasting. For beginners, you know, the easiest and most financially, um, uh, financially, I don't even know what the hell word I'm looking for. The damn cheapest way to do it is what I was going to try to put out there, but I get discouraged because there's so many people out here doing these, uh, podcast help YouTube videos and these podcast help podcasts. It's people whose whole, uh, whose whole podcasting career and their whole podcasting success is based off the idea of them helping you be successful as a podcaster but I'm going to go ahead and break the news to you guys well there are definitely information out there 
that's helpful and beneficial and can help you take your podcast from one level to the next if you implement certain things but there is absolutely no guaranteed way to just launch a podcast with a hundred thousand subscribers off the rip it doesn't i don't i don't care what they're telling you what formula they're telling you to roll by it's just it's it's no it's no cookie cutter program to do that now you can take the things and implement them and they'll be beneficial hell i've taken a lot of advice from uh podcast help videos and youtube videos and things and you know i feel like it has helped me a little bit but there's there's just no there's no that's like that's like the um that's like some of the these supplement pills that they that they sell you on instagram that is just supposed to magically just melt pounds off of you it it doesn't work like that it's a supplement so the things that these people are selling you guys man to the i'm talking to my podcasters now the things that these people are selling you man it is simply some of it is just placebo it's just stuff that's gonna make you feel better because you feel like now you have a structure to follow and this is gonna make my show better and you know some of it is actually beneficial but it's a supplement it's going to be it's going to help with the process it's not going to make the process in itself and by itself it's just there's no there's nothing out there like that don't fall for it but yeah that that discouraged me a little bit from doing my own thing like that but i'm still gonna do it i just don't want to um come off or people get the feeling that i'm gonna be one of those guys that i'm gonna start off you know with this uh here's this helpful information and all of a sudden try to charge you 59.99 for it because that's not the um that's really not the goal and i'm, I'm definitely not gonna try to make a career off of posting publishing podcasts or self-help videos or anything like that i just get a lot of dms you know from people that, that ask me questions about you know different things like i had someone hit me up and ask me how much do i charge my guests or how much do i charge to play music on my podcast which those of y'all that listen on a regular basis know i do not play play any music on my podcast um i did a couple times early on when i actually had artists on i played you know and you know you could link the music through spotify and yada 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 i do it then but it's not something i regularly do and it's not something i really will see myself charging for either get into another topic i was asked over the weekend having a conversation and i was asked what do i think about buying a house so let me give you all my expert amateur advice <laughs> opinion on buying a house home ownership and, and so on and so forth now for the longest uh, buying a house you know, back in the day, a lot of the older generations looked at and still to look at home ownership or buying a house. It's like this major uh, accomplishment, and definitely I know in the melanated community is looked at still t- as to this day. It's like a major accomplishment of you know buying a house and owning this house and 
you know, something that you can leave behind, your legacy and your equities and all that type of stuff. So once I was having a conversation with a friend of mine and she's or she sells uh, she sells houses and I asked her, I said, hey look, between me and you, excuse me, between me and you, would you say that buying a house is a good investment? A good investment was the words that I used. And I told her I didn't want her politically correct realtor answer. I wanted a real answer. And she paused for a second. And then she was like, as an investment, I probably would say, that's what she told me and she went on to say something to the nature of basically like if you're looking to invest money um you know there's a whole lot of array of different things that you could put money into that will actually put money back into your pocket a lot faster than you know getting a house and you know doing all the, the different uh what do you call it I don't know, I don't know the, the financial terms, you know, but using the house as your collateral, your base to get finances, she was like, there's a lot of things that are uh, a better investment, but, you know, not to say that home ownership isn't a bad thing, but she said, it's not for everybody, you know, it has to be for you, and I talked to several people about this, and I came to the conclusion of like I don't I'm not one of those people that's just just anti-home ownership but at the same time I don't see it as being like a major goal for me I would much rather put my money into something that I can make money with you know in the immediate or the short term or over over the you know when I say over the short term, I mean, you know, over the next, you know, maybe five to 10 years start to actually, you know, make a profit from something that I put money into or to buy some, some land, some undeveloped land, you know, hold on to it until the, it comes time where people want to develop it and sell it and, or lease it and so on and so forth. It's my ideas of what I would like to do with ownership. But I think it's like, um, you know, people look at it as like buying their part of the American dream. You know, I own this home and so on and so forth. But how many people you know that actually found somewhere that they really want to live for the next 20 years? I couldn't, in the home, in the home, the home that I'm in right now, I honestly couldn't just say 100% that, yeah, I want to live in this house. For, a hunt for for the next 20 years and you know this house is you know we're not renting but at the same time it's like eh. I was already looking at different things that I need and I want you know more space and you know area where I could set up a studio and so on and so forth so it's like I'm already in the planning stages of getting out of this one and into something else see what I'm saying but I really like it at the end of the day I said uh, it has to make sense what you're doing 
you know, if you need the space, the way I see it, if you need the space for your family and it's cheaper for you to to pay them a mortgage on it than it would for you to pay the rent on it, I say go for it, you know. But don't be out here. I see no reason why somebody like a, a single guy who lives alone would just go out and buy a house just to say, I have a house. Because like even with my career, there's, you know, I could get an offer tomorrow that require me to, to move somewhere else. And then, you know, I'm out of here. I have co-workers and I have friends who own, because of this, own houses in different states, you know, and are living, they're, they're on a house in, over here in Texas and they're living in an apartment in Atlanta because they're working at least just all type of goofy stuff and you know now they're renting out their the home that they bought they're trying to rent that out to pay the mortgage while they're living in an apartment in Atlanta it's just a lot and I say like you have to really be in a good space and in a great space to 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 make that decision I feel like that's just me I'm not saying that it's a bad idea I'm just saying like it's one of those things that you gotta think about because you always hear the, the pushes of you know, you're paying somebody, you're, you're renting this house for this, this apartment for this long, and you're paying someone else's mortgage, and you're paying for somebody else's dream when you could be paying into you own it. And who's telling you that? A guy who's trying to sell you a house. Let me explain something to you. Relax. <laughs> so, have you ever noticed when it comes to. Now, I know this is comparing apples to oranges, but just bear with me. When it comes to the house, the guy who sells you the house is trying to get you to establish a feeling of of settling down and foundation. This will be yours and you will own this in 20 years. You can pass it down to your children who are probably going to end up going to college and not coming back to live in this house. But you can pass this down to your children and so on and so forth. But when you deal with a car dealer... You'll never hear a car dealer talk to you about the longevity of of your car. You understand what I'm saying? He's going to get you in that car. This is a great car. Great gas mileage. Warranty. Cover. Five years. Bumper to bumper. So on and so forth. Boom. And then, right around, when you, the next time you pull up in the <laughs> You pull up in that lot to get an oil change. She's going to try to sell you the next car in that lot. The newest, the best. Aren't you ready to trade up? Aren't you ready to upgrade? And that's the same thing that people, a lot of people are out here doing with houses. They buy a house, living for a while, then they decide to upgrade. And they got to sell this house. And yada, yada, yada. I got a friend right now who went from buying a house to renting an apartment. Or no, renting a house. But he said he said he made a good piece of change off of selling the house. But he sold the house because he didn't want the house no more. Basically, he bought the house, sold the house, and went from home ownership back to renting. Because to him, he what he was saying he didn't enjoy the fact that you know every time there's an issue and there's gonna be issues. 
every time that there's an issue, you know, it's on him. The plumbing breaks, I gotta fix the plumbing. You know, the air conditioner breaks, I gotta get the air conditioner fixed. A hole in the wall. He didn't like the the maintenance side of home ownership, and he decided he'd rather just rent property. That way, he can move as he needs to move. And you know, if he when he gets relocated for different assignments or different jobs, he can just pick up and he can move and if the refrigerator breaks he calls a guy and the guy comes to fix the refrigerator there's no swirl on his back at the end of the day it's just a preference type of thing to me the way I see it and it's like it's just me I, I don't like I said I have no problem with it or anything against it but to feel the I would rather take that same you know whatever thousands of dollars that I'm gonna put into this down payment for a house, I'd rather take that uh, at this point in my life. I'd rather take that and put that into something that could I would have a chance in actually making some money off of versus, you know, buying a house. But that's just where I'm at, man. Take this information, use it however you will, but remember to be the reason somebody's motivated to masturbate it X either way, you made a difference. Thank y'all for tuning in to the VLDI Thoughts by the VLDI. Make sure you come back tomorrow so you can hear that episode with Kevin McClure from the Cleveland Browns, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, by way of the Auburn Tigers, or at least I think they're called the Tigers, I don't know, I like the Hurricanes myself, but y'all make sure y'all tune in with that episode, once again it's been the VLDI Thoughts by the VLDI Podcast, I'm out of here man, peace.